0: All right, we're back on Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri. It's been great. I've had Elisa in the studio and Cameron Connor, our executive producers, here hanging out. Uh, we got the big Mizzou game coming up Saturday morning at eleven. Uh, they're taking on LSU. Both teams nationally ranked. Uh, Cameron, we had kind of hoped that Mizzou would be five and zero at this point. We would have been happy with four and one. Got to five and zero. It hasn't been pretty, but wins are wins, right?
1: Yeah, wins are wins. I think one of the number one things to point out is when you look back before the beginning of the season, I think a lot of people thought that Mizzou would be heavily relying on that defense to lead the way and the offense to figure it out along the way. But in reality, it's kind of been the opposite. It seems like the offense is way ahead of where they're supposed to be, and the defense has been lacking behind. And Some of that's because of injuries and stuff like that, but for the most part... This offense is what's leading the storm from a zoo right now at five and zero.
0: Yeah, we weren't sure about Brady Cook. Uh, you knew you had Luther Burden. There's some other pieces there. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz earlier this week talked about that offense and how well they're playing. Your confidence comes from your preparation. I think the way these guys have attacked practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays gives them a lot of confidence to execute. I think um, you know we go against a very good defense, and and uh, we get our good on good segments in, and, and it's a real battle each and every week. And I think. Our guys are starting to become more and more confident in, in the schemes. You know, I, th- I think the other thing too is they've got Kirby Moore, the offensive coordinator. We weren't really sure how that was going to mesh with the the players and trying to to learn new stuff or just the way that he does things. So you figured there'd be some bumps in the road, but and then you know Brady Brady gets hurt in the first game. He's hobbling around with a brace. You're like, oh man, what's going to happen with this offense? But are you surprised? with how well Brady has played?
1: You know, I, I think it's just something that comes from development. And I think a lot of people, and we've already talked about this this season, I think we were a little too tough on him last year with that shoulder injury that he was dealing with. I mean, now that at least his arm looks healthy and unfortunately, you know, he's still recovering off of a slightly hyperextended knee now. But the arm has been where it is, and you can go against this Vanderbilt game and say you saw things from him that I don't think we've ever seen from Brady Cook, and it shows that he's ready. Yes, he's still getting the ball to Luther Burden, but he was making passes in the buckets to lots of other receivers. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he brought he brought Theo Weiss Jr. back to life from Oklahoma <laughs> in that game because he had over 100 receiving yards and a touchdown, too. So he's starting to do things, and he's starting to click with his wide receivers in a time and pace that it's definitely surprising, but it's also something that when you look back on it maybe this was waiting for him all along it just took getting healthy
0: you know we have talked about bringing in Kirby Moore and and Eli Drinkwitz giving up the play calling but you know maybe this is getting a little too too psychological and too deep here but follow me on this one I don't know how much confidence Drinkwitz has ever had in Brady Cook up until this point because each year he's gone out, he's tried to bring in transfers, he tried to tried to bring in um, gosh, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the the kid that was at Georgia and he ended up going to West Virginia. He was in hot pursuit of him a couple of years ago. Um, they brought in Garcia from Miami, you know, and he opened up the competition, said it's wide open here, fall camp. You know, he's never really publicly gotten behind Brady. I don't know what that did with his confidence, but now you get an offensive coordinator who comes in and maybe he kind of takes Brady under his wing and says, hey, look, I'm I'm your buddy. You like a good cop, bad cop thing. And it just seems like his confidence has soared through the roof. He,
1: he looks a lot more comfortable in the pocket. Beforehand, I think he was so close to edging runs constantly, always looking to get out if he needed to. And this year, and maybe it's just because of some added offensive line play, but for the most part, he's not only getting time to find his receivers, he's putting his money where his mouth is or where his mouth is, and the ball is getting exactly where it needs to be a lot of the time. So whatever's cooking, it, it smells good, and it, it's working.
0: I watched uh, that LSU Ole Miss game, and uh, it was entertaining. Uh, nobody could stop anybody. Nobody could tackle. Certainly on LSU, their defense, uh, not as good as I as I thought they were. A lot of missed tackles. Uh, in fact, I, I think I heard from their coach, Chip Kelly, they gave up uh, like 254 yards after they missed a tackle.
1: I think they're going to be going straight at the LSU defense, but if they can establish a confident run game against this LSU defense, I think it's going to work heavily in Mizzou's favor because especially in games like this where you see two offenses, two different Tigers offenses, that can absolutely disrupt a defense on multiple sides of the ball. I think this is one of those games where you look back at time of possession and it's really, really going to matter. So if they can get Schrader moving, if they can get Nathaniel Pete moving, who's the leading rusher from last week, that's really going to help Mizzou out.
0: Uh, Mizzou has Luther Burden. He leads the conference in receiving yards and receptions. Uh, Malik Neighbors from LSU is right behind him. And their quarterback, Jaden Daniels, is really good. He's thrown for over 1,700 yards. He completes 73% of his passes. And he will pick apart defenses. So, uh, Coach Drinkwitz, I heard him talking about when LSU plays man-to-man defense, this kid... Daniels knows exactly where he needs to throw the ball. He knows where the the weak spots are, and he can beat you that way. So, Mizzou has to shift things up. I'm assuming and give them different looks. Is Mizzou's defense equipped to do that?
1: If they're healthy, they yeah, really need to yeah. get. They really need to get. So, one of the biggest ones for me, especially with someone who's as comfortable in the pocket and can get the ball to his guys down the field like Jaden Daniels, is Darius Robinson gonna be healthy? Because I know that it's leaning towards he's going to be playing, but at the same time, how healthy is that? How ready is he to be able to get pressures consistently on Daniels? And then, even though he played last week, is Ennis rakestraw fully healthy? Because they're going to need it. Because y- you mentioned Malik Neighbors, but the one who had the big da- game against Ole Miss last week was Brian Thompson Jr. He had 124 yards and three touchdowns. I mean, they- this is a highly talented LSU defense, and Mizzou's going to have to be able to match up physically if they have a chance to win this one.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good one. This is going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be very much like the-, the 2020 game when it was 45-45. 41 Mizzou when they, they beat LSU here. So, all right, that's coming up uh, Saturday, 11 a.m. It'll be a, a, a rock in place at Pharrell Field.